0: But right now on the line from, I would assume it's Wellington, but you know you don't always make assumptions. Uh, you know what they say about them, but i perhaps it is. I've got Samuel Flynn Scott. Good morning. Good
1: morning. How's it going? Oh, I am in Wellington.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yes. The uh, tropical north. Yes, the tropical north. i tell you what, we're we're living the dream of the tropical south right now. You know, I don't understand why they always had the people wearing those Dunedin t-shirts with palm trees and sunshine, because it just never ever happens. I had the most dangerous walk of my life this morning getting to work. Um, You think it's a magical winter wonderland until you you fall over and break your tailbone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is is, is dangerous. It is. It's, It's
0: not fun. But, you know, that's life. We choose to live where we live. Um, Speaking of life, um, life is all about dreams. You don't want us to have any.
1: No. Think of all your dreams. (laughs) Keep them to yourself. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, give up the dreams. It's a pretty cynical sounding title, but it's not necessarily um, 100% how we feel about the world. It's just (laughs) merely a sentiment that was sort of going around the band at one point. Which We needed we needed to think that we could give up on our dreams mm-hmm. in order to make another record
0: was was the thought of needing you know are we are we going to are we you know we've done this for a while you know we've 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 tried to get there we've we've lived as much of our dreams as we can, we can't get any further let's just give up, and then that that thought of giving up put fire back in the belly is that what happened yeah
1: yeah, it is a bit like that really i mean it was it, it was sort of like we just weren't we were so focused on um, the next kind of level of success always mm-hmm. like not not when we're making the music because you know we've never made music <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever made music that I thought would be particularly successful because we've always made whatever music we wanted to do for fun mm-hmm. but um, uh, the sort of flip side of that, is that it, it has it has kind of been relatively successful and then you start to be like you be like, Oh that song got on you know, that song did really well on Austrian radio. <laughs> our next our next song should do well on Austrian radio or something. And and you kinda of start kinda of thinking, you know, we've got to do this and do that. And also things get more expensive um as you get a little bit bigger mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Like um you know touring Europe and that sort of thing is actually pretty expensive. Um, but what we weren't doing is we weren't really acknowledging to ourselves about how amazing it was that, you know, that we were actually getting to play to these you know, sold out small venues full of loyal fans who mm-hmm. were excited about seeing us and that sort of thing. And um, so we were grumbling to each other about you know, various aspects of success. And James Milne, um, who was Lawrence Arabia, mm-hmm. was on tour with us. And he was like, look, guys. You just got to give up on your dreams because <laughs> this is really fun, and um, we can have a really good time. But if you keep worrying about, you know, what's what's happening next, then you're not going to enjoy what's happening right now. Yeah. So it's a, it's, you know, it's not about stopping what we're doing. It's just about kind of acknowledging the present, maybe, S-
0: maybe just stopping and smelling the roses. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like I was saying before, you know, if you're a good swimmer, don't try to be Lauren Boyle. Just go for a swim. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Easy
0: peasy, easy peasy. Don't try to
1: be Susan Boyle or Lauren Boyle. Keep it in balance.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, I guess it's... Was it the the thing um, for you guys like you know especially with Buffalo you, you made Buffalo which is an amazing all your albums have been amazing but Buffalo was was quite big and you played, you played all, all over Europe and you know, Jules Mahol, Holland, and, and, and all that kind of stuff and, and um, you, it was the whole did you put too much pressure on yourself do you think?
1: Yeah we probably did with Fandango after after Buffalo did that well um, and Fandango actually did pretty good too it was fine mm, it did, Yeah, did sweet airs and Um, It got good reviews and everything else, but um, it maybe didn't get quite as many, like, just outrageously good reviews as Buffalo and that sort of thing. So, you know, we we probably did put a bit of pressure on ourselves, but at the same time, this is all happening while, like, the music industry is kind of crumbling and CD sales are plummeting and Mm. it's just getting harder and harder in general to do things. And with Fandango, we, you know, we tried to put out a double album with, like, (laughs) a 20 minute psychedelic epic on the second side and things like that. So, you know, we weren't making things easy for ourselves in that regard, and I'm glad we didn't. I mean, I actually really like Fandango as well. You know, that's I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm definitely not dismissing that record at this point. Um, it was just a sort of a headspace that we got into, a bit of a, a mind loop of like, kind of beating ourselves up about where we were. You know, mm-hmm. career w- career wise, we really just totally out of our hands. You know, that's the thing. It's always just completely out of your hands, and you've just got to you just got to have a good time and get to the next show and play a really good show and not, not let it weigh you down otherwise the show won't be that good no
0: yeah I mean you've never really been like even though your song your songs are really really great pop songs but you've never really been a paid by numbers band that's creating songs for the sale of the song
1: yeah no we're not very good at sticking to the formulas or the <laughs> structures of, of pop music we, we kind of tend to mix it up quite a lot in terms of um just you know, like, I mean, even Buffalo—that's like our most successful song—and you know, it's got like this one-minute section in the middle that sounds like a piece of Steve Reich modern <laughs> composition. Where it's just going bang, bang, ping, bing, boom, 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 but somehow that was the one that kind of broke through to radio, and it's only got like two choruses and one verse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, we've never kind of like really gone. Oh well, this one's going to be a single, so let's have five choruses and. <laughs> but. Yeah. You know, I don't think that I don't think it would really work for us at this stage. You know, people would be a bit, the people who do like us would be a bit confused if we put out some outright, I don't know, Kings of Leon no. style kind of confused
0: stadium player. yeah <laughs> what's well, the thing like al- this is album number six for you guys uh, and you've had eps along the way and uh, you've done a couple of sa- soundtracks and it's quite a body of work and uh, you know but across all, all all your work you've kind of you you've, you've changed in styles and bits and pieces but it's all quintessential fenix foundation even though like you've had like you're talking about the psychedelic parts and then you've had some like kind of like more country-ish type stuff but it's all Phoenix Foundation it's quite interesting
1: yeah yeah I think there's like a there's something running through our music which is distinctively us I think I hope and um, I'm grateful that we kind of have that I don't know I guess that's probably mine and Luke's singing as much as anything else um, and then the other aspect that really defines it is that um, the production we've always, from the first album onwards, we've always tried to experiment with whatever tools we have at hand, and mm-hmm. we've just got more tools as we go along. So things sounded weirder, but, you know. On the first album, we were like putting microphones like, into buckets of water to try and like record a track <laughs> through water to make it sound like it was underwater and things like that, you know. Um, we didn't have heaps of, like, effects units and things, so we just did everything in these funny ways. But, you yeah. know, then people, sometimes people still go, oh, it sounds like Coldplay or whatever, you know, which is always very frustrating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who but says that? I think that, that, you know, that is an element of it as well, as that they're generally quite kind of catchy songs. So even though we think we're experimenting, we're, we're cursed, we're... Cursed and blessed by the fact that we just kind of naturally write songs that are that are pretty catchy, I think.
0: Yeah, no, they, are, hope. they are very catchy. They are, um, but with with you with you in terms of writing, you know, you've always written about some pretty weird shit. You know, it, it's not all um, it's some of it's quite out there. You know, you kind yeah. of quite floaty, and you know, the, yeah.
1: um, cosmic, a lot of cosmic, yeah,
0: yeah. But on this album, you kind of you brought in some realness. You know, how how was yeah. like, you been real before, but you kinda of put yourselves out there a bit more, um, this time. And how how has that been, considering you've been around for so long as well?
1: Oh, people seem to be really lapping up those bits. I've had quite a few messages from other musicians going Shit man, that give it your dreams song, it really really kinda cuts <laughs> to the truth of my life, <laughs> so like you but um you know, like there is an element of um yeah, there's an element of of being honest that is actually going to make people... I don't think it makes people cringe as much as it maybe it would have 10 years ago. It's, it's more like, you know, thank goodness someone's actually saying something which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think there's a great deal of songwriting around at the moment, which is... It's either earnest in a yucky way, or it's just complete and utter nonsense. Yeah. Pop lyrics are just so nonsensical at the moment. <laughs> um but the, I mean, the, the real inspiration for trying to do that—we that did, didn't musically do anything like this—but what I was thinking about lyrically was that album Benji, um by Sun Hill Moon, mm-hmm. which was extremely honest and and sort of really intense lyrics. So um, we didn't get, get didn't get that far, but that's what I was kind of thinking about, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and another thing. <clears throat> I thought we've kind of been talking about. Um, You know, New Zealand music in terms of internationally has come in leaps and bounds in the last few years. Um, You know, and it it just is when you say when you talk about give up your dreams and stuff like that do you think there's more pressure on young artists and stuff that they look at like how well princess chelsea did with the cigarette duet and uh, how well lord's done and and to some degree yourselves and stuff like that getting a lot of airplay overseas do you think that puts you know puts a lot of pressure on new bands coming through and young people to try to replicate that and then kind of overexert themselves and and kind of lose their way a bit
1: Maybe. I don't know. I reckon... I've been asked this a couple of times whether, like, you know, young bands need to sort of learn from our experiences of, like, how difficult, you know, it is to actually build a career or something. But I think I think young bands are pretty onto it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Because I, I feel like bands of my generation, when we started making music, there was this, the, the, you know there were still people in the industry prepared to give you loads of money. Mm, um, and that's, and I know bands that got given heaps of money to sign publishing deals and things like that. Um, and they didn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily help them. Um, and I think that, you know, we, we kind of did, as a band, Phoenix Foundation, did everything on our own from quite early on. And we sort of turned down a few... Big deals early on, and only signed a publishing deal a couple of years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I think that like young bands kind of know that the industry is totally screwed, and they know that um, the only way you're going to get exposure is by doing something really good, and the stars aligning and it becoming an intimate kind of hit. Because yeah. I mean, if you look at like someone like Prince's Chelsea, like the, the cigarette Duet, like that's a total anomaly within her kind of yeah. career as well, really, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think she's amazing, uh, but I think that song, you know, I think that song is, just, it just. it I mean, it went viral, you know, it's, yeah. it's sort of, it went, went bananas, because it's a, it's a cool song, and it's a cool video, but also because something just clicked, something just clicked into place, because personally, I think her latest stuff is just...
0: Oh Same man! Thing. Oh yeah, exactly. But like you, you listen. That album is a lot of, you know, the cigarette duet did that, and then what? The how do I do now? And shit, am I yeah. going to be able to replicate that? And oh yeah. man, I feel sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's about? Maybe it is. Yeah, well, a lot of it is that you know, the, you know, the cybernetic depression, futuristic depression. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah. So, so this album's out now. Uh, came out on the seventh. Uh, so it's been out a few days, it's at all good record source and you're about to hit the road, well, you're hitting the road at the end of this month, and you're going to come yeah, down. Yeah, I'm
1: hitting the road as we speak, so I'm taking my son to school, I don't know if you've <laughs> kind of been able to hear that. I heard
0: you are reversing at one stage.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got him in the car, so, you know, you can now. Yeah, no, we, we're, we're on tour in September around, we're doing New Zealand and then Australia and then Europe and that sort of thing, so... Um, we're coming to Dunedin. I think we're doing semis in Dunedin. You are, again, yeah. Which is great because I love that venue. I mean, mm. you know, sometimes you need to kind of get stick him out need to show up the town and things like that. But <laughs> 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 we haven't we haven't been there, we haven't been there in a long time, so I don't know. I actually have no idea who's running it or anything.
0: It's exactly the same.
1: Well, it's a great room. Every time we've played there, the vibe has just gone mental. I think yeah. we played there one. We played there one time. And um and someone was like we hadn't we'd hardly sold any pre sales. Yeah. And are like, Oh, it's not gonna do very well and someone said, Oh no, 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 everyone everyone's out and gone to this field to um, get mushrooms <laughs> and they're all coming to your show. And it was true and like all of a sudden like three hundred people showed up um, and bought door tickets and they all seemed to be tripping balls. <laughs> it's like, Okay, yeah, this is Theme gig, classic sure.
0: Dunedin, classic Dunedin. show that was quite a long time ago. I don't
1: know. I think maybe our audience is a older now, I don't know. But got, anyway, we're always it's always a great time. <laughs> always
0: a good audience. It's always a pleasure having you here. And um, I'll, I'll let you get hit the road uh, for your little commute today. And I can't wait for you to hit the road for your big commute uh, in a few weeks' time. Um, thank you ta- for taking the time out to speak to me this morning. It's been a pleasure. Yeah no, thank you. Yeah, and um, I've already played Give It My Dreams today because it is uh, the album is our feature CD, so I'm going to play Mountain now. Okay, great. All right, and um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Okay, cool. Cheers, see you mate. Soon, man.